Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the natural lounge, staring at the Ouija board. It's Sunday. I might not post this on Sunday, but it's Sunday right now when I'm recording, okay? So I'm at church, a.k.a. Valley Green, right? We're here. The lighting is amazing, okay? I feel amazing. I usually never felt good on Sundays. Sundays usually were my dark days, you know? I hated them. I hated them so much. Why? Growing up, didn't want to go to church. It was forced upon me. Hated it. Two, had to go back to school the next day. Hated it. Never liked leaving, like, my room, I guess. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, there's like a moment or two in your elementary years where you decide whether or not you like school or not. You know, it's like, I I love it, I hate it. You know, there's no, like, uh, it's all right. You know, you hate it. I hated school because I had a learning disability that was never identified by an instructor nor teacher. Never really talked about it, but hey, I had troubles reading, man. Real bad trouble. I don't even, to be quite honest, in my memory, I don't think I learned how to read proper until the end of first grade. It had to be around that time. And uh, yeah, man, like I, I can remember being, like, being six years old in first grade and getting cold sweats because they asked me to read. And I couldn't do it. And that's even saying this out loud now, it's like therapy. Why didn't somebody say, hey, Cahill can't read. Go help him. But that was a different world back then. Education was education was like the, like the mall. Something that just existed. You went to it. You might come out with something. You might not, you know? Now, education is uh, different. It's um, emotional. It's IEPs, individual education plans. We've finally found out that people learn differently. We have inclusion programs. We have all sorts of things in place for the average student like myself to get ahead, you know? And um, that's something that's pretty cool, you know? I don't even know how, dude, I got to this part. But, you know, I'm here in Valley Green. There ain't going to be too many of these left. In fact, I just posted one that I forgot about last week. Sometimes I'll sit on these episodes for a while because, to be quite honest, I'm not really sure what I'm saying. I don't ever really go back and listen. I used to in the beginning of the, the podcast, but the hell with that, dude. This is like a flow of thoughts and like it's good for me and hopefully it's good for you for i'm mainly doing this for me dude like i gotta be honest like it's very therapeutic right now talking to myself at valley green i don't know how to describe it i get something out of it i get something out of talking to you maybe talking to the source energy whatever it is about this place that makes me feel so special i come out of this place feeling better i've never left valley green feeling worse for the wear speaking of worse for the wear do you ever have somebody in your life that like constantly tries to make you feel like shit, but they don't even know they're doing it? You know, like it's not their fault. They're just putting off their POS energy and you're picking up on it and it's like bringing you down. I wish that I was not so full of empathy and I wish I didn't read into people's thoughts as much as I do or, or like the way people behave. Oh God, I, I just want to be ignorant, you know? I don't want to know like that that person's feelings just got crushed. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. You know what I mean? We've talked about this before, you and I. It's both a blessing and a curse to be somebody who's full of empathy. First time I heard that word is in the suicide note of Kurt Cobain. And 
I'm getting old, dude. I'm 42 now, and uh, I still talk about Kurt. Matter of fact, I was talking about him this week with a student. There's a student in my class, one of our classes, who um, she's a she's a cancer survivor, and I don't know if this is true, but in my mind, she became attached to the early music of the '90s because there was so much pain. And, like, there must have been so much pain for her going through all the shit that she went through and then redemption in the music. And now she's in, like, um, remission. And, dude, this girl, like, makes me, like, cry, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, she comes in wearing Pearl Jam shirts. She comes in wearing Alice in Chains shirts. And then she starts talking to me about Kurt one day. And, um... It, um... It just made me feel things, you know, like, again, you know, it's like, I remember how I felt when I was 14 when he died, I remember how my parents and the people around me didn't know how to comfort me, and I was just alone in my room, and just a piece of shit, I felt like, you know what I mean, like, I, too, like, was full of darkness, you know, and it's hard to explain, but through that darkness, there is light, you know? I mean, it's like the whole ancient old story of good versus evil. You can't have one without the other. And, um, you know, this girl's, she's got strength. She's got strength now from this, like, survival scenario that she went through, you know? And, like, somebody who's gone through some shit, you're a survivor, right? And then you get that survivor, like, attitude... It's almost like a force field around you to protect you from the things that hurt you, you know? And um, it's so strange that, like, we spend so much time as humans trying to hurt one another. I mean, like, even at the forefront of, like, pop culture right now with Kanye West. Recently, I just, I woke up this Sunday to him being um, temporarily booted, I guess, off Instagram because of something he wrote towards another um, ethnic race, and they do not support you know, racism on that platform, and I, you know, it's just crazy, dude, you know, I'm gonna step off the path here, because some dog's coming, how you doing, you can come, come on, oh, you. you got more in your party than me, okay. huh? you got more in your oh, party than me, you. like your shades, have a nice day. Oh, you too, you see, gotta talk to people, gotta take care of them, give them a little compliment, you know what I mean, she had nice sunglasses, they gave her a compliment, it just makes people feel good, some people think that's being, uh, you know, like, uh, push you over or whatever. Nah, dude, everybody loves a fucking compliment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who don't? I gave some compliments out today at church. I told the band, the band opened up today at church at 9 a.m. with, a like, a rockin' riff, dude, that was, like, it got me going, all right? Like, you know, we've been through this before. I'm in the dark night of the soul with the church. You know, I go. I don't know if I'm in. I don't know if I'm out. But I'm starting to feel, you know, hey, whatever. But the band today was good. And then I start thinking to myself, do I join this band, dude? Because they're playing gigs at the time I can make, okay? My faculties are at full use at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. These are the two services they do. I can't make it to 9 p.m. And Christ, dude, the idea of playing a set at 11 p.m., dude, that it just frightens me so bad. It's like rubbing yourself like full of like rubbing alcohol, jumping into a pool full of needles or something. It just would never work for me. I, couldn't, I can't stay awake, okay? But uh, I miss playing with people like I was watching the band today and when I say the band like they rotate every week every Sunday it's like a different band with this dude and like they're really good musicians you know like and I miss that I miss that um 
I, I don't even know if I miss the friendship anymore, to be quite honest with you. I miss the connection, if that's possible to think beyond the physicality of somebody being in the same room as you. You make, as a musician, you're making shit with other people that you can't by yourself because you're, you're like using some of them in you. It's brilliant, you know? It's, it's like one of the greatest things ever. It's like a football team, basketball team, they have similar type things. Anything that works as a group for a common goal of some sort of outcome is gonna feel good. I miss it, dude. I miss being in a band, and I miss the way, I miss the way that I felt in the days after a really good show. Like, there is no greater feeling than waking up feeling like you have changed things for the better, you know, like, and I was only doing this on a small suburban scale, you know what I mean? I can't imagine the weight of the world that Dave Grohl feels after losing his drummer and you know, these two memorial shows that he did. It's highly emotional watching his son play. And it just reiterates the fact that music is important, man. It's so much more important than, like, buying it, putting it on... Sp- like, it's, like, oxygen for some. You know what I mean? Like, I need that shit. I need music to get through dark pain, dark energies, you know? Back to Kurt, right? He had so much darkness, right? This dude just... Like, he's... He hates being a celebrity in a time when being a celebrity was easy. I reflect upon this a lot. Like now, you know, like would Kurt be on Instagram? Would he be in the Instagram stories? Would he be on TikTok? He'd be like in his early 60s. Like I've I've also contemplated maybe he would use that to show his art off or something like that. But at the same time, it's like he hated being in the limelight when there really was no limelight. You know what I mean? Like I, I... I don't even know how to describe what that time and era was like when you never saw like your favorite actor, musician, for sometimes a year, a year or two, you know? Like I remember the times in between like a Rocky movie or a Rambo, Rambo movie, you never saw Sylvester Stallone. He wasn't like, yo, on like the social medias every day. And uh, I miss that shit. I really do. I miss the intimacy of an audience I miss, like, the, the intimacy of, like, not knowing who your audience is, if that makes sense. Like, I never knew who was, like, uh, Hulk fans until later in life. Like, oh, I like the Hulk. Oh, you do? But there was no network of people for me to chat about, like, these Bill Bixby episodes that I watched as a kid. There was none of that. So, dude, this is, like, the first time I've been out here in a while. I just got over my first cold of the season, right? You could probably hear it. I'm a little nasally still. But here's the deal feeling better right I'm not trying to push it so I'm not going to be doing a lot of hiking today I might cut it a little short I can feel it in my chest right now there's some phlegm in there needs to get out okay it's gross when you get sick it's just a gross thing nobody likes it you know nobody having a good time when you're sick you always like do these things too like where you're like where you talk your stuff like out of um hold on a sec my wife's texting me But basically, I, I lost my train of thought there, so I'm going to regroup. She asked me when I was coming home. And I told her soon, but not too soon. Yeah? Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be going back to uh, interviews soon. I'm not really worried about it. Because the people who listen will be there, and I'm good with that, you know? I'm not trying to be Joe Rogan no more. And the funny thing, too, is like, you know, when you stop really giving a shit, it becomes fun again. You know what I mean? Like um, music, like for example, right? Downtown Harvest, every day. Trying to be the man, trying to be the man. Hey, 
I'm in a band called Downtown Harvest. I'm trying to be the man. Guess what? You're not the man. That shit sucked, dude. That energy was tough to deal with for a long period of time, a long stretch, right? And then I stopped. It's great. Same thing with screenplay writing. Now I just write for myself and I take my time. I don't feel like I need to get 20 pages in per day or per week or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm writing something right now, which I'm taking my time with. I'm, I'm like living with the characters in my mind and I'm like working out the story that's best suited. I could tell you, but you, somebody would steal it. You know what I mean? Hey, I don't think any of you guys would actually steal, but some things I like to keep to myself because it's, it's fun to have a playground of imagination that you can revert to sometimes like when there's nothing going on, you know, like there's one of the worst things. And I'm sure many of you out there feel the same way. I can't stand when things are slow at work. Some people love it, man. I get it. They're like, oh, it's time for me to go on Reddit. Time for me to do this. I despise it. I despise when there is no work to be had because I'd rather be doing something else. Working out, hiking, doing something like this. You know what I mean? Podcasting, something productive. Something about being idle has always... not. I should take that back because for a long time I was sedentary. I was just talking to my wife about this the other day. Didn't really start walking, working out until I was 36. So well, I'm like seven years old as far as like physical fitness goes like I never worked out dude in fact I was scared to get hurt like a little bitch not no more physicality and moving your body daily is the key to feeling good good I have the sciatic thing too if I don't move the sciatic acts up so why would I never not do it you know all right so right now I'm walking down into the main section of Valley Green where it's like a Sunday right and like there's lots of people down there because it's fall and it's beautiful and everyone's having a good time um, so that's going to be it for this, uh, this trail cast, if you will. Um, the message I'd like to send you all is that, um, I love you and, um, just remember to, uh, to figure a way to deal with your pain, whether it's through music or talking to somebody or just going for a hike in Valley Green. Do something so you can alleviate that because you don't need to be walking around with that stress, man. I love you. My name's B.O.B. and this has been another episode of Bobcast.